Welcome to the 142nd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. So I would like to take a moment and let Matt know I have a bone to pick with him. Great. Did you tell JPC you're stealing his thing? Nope. Okay. (laughs) So a while back, we talked about peanut butter. Okay. And I was always like a Jiffy or whatever peanut butter person. There is no Jiffy peanut butter. Choosing moms choose Jiff. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) after our conversation, Matt was like, I like the all natural peanut butter. It tastes better. And I was like, how could it taste better than all of the high fructose corn syrup that's in all of these other peanut butters? (laughs) So I went and got like all natural peanut butter and be like, yeah, I'm going to yell at Matt and tell him how terrible this is. Well, Matt, you were right. And I'm so mad about it. (laughs) I'm so mad about this. Why are you mad? Because Sean was wrong. I was wrong. I'm like the Fonz. I can't say that word. Well, you're welcome. And I'm sorry, I guess. I don't know. What brand did you get? Do you know? Bowl and basket. Just the like ShopRite brand. Okay. Because it was there and easy to get. Hi, listeners. The Crack Diet Podcast will now be a natural peanut butter review podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have nut allergies, I'm sorry. What's the kind that you like to get, Matt? Old Jerry's or something? Crazy Richards. Oh, okay. Not Old Jerry's. <laughs> you like Crazy Dick's peanut butter? <laughs> old Jerry and Crazy Richard's peanut butter. <laughs> I think it's Crazy Richard. Now I'm doubting myself. I think you're correct. You like Crazy Dick's peanut butter. I just, Matt likes Crazy Dick's nut butter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I do. I do like Crazy Dick's nut butter, and it is it is correct. And there is a crunchy or a creamy version of it, so you can get either one. Is this one older than the other one? Is that how it works? I don't know. Oh. It's all peanuts, man. There's nothing else to it but peanuts, which after you have that and then you try the other stuff, you're just like, Why? I mean, I know why. It's because corn syrup is subsidized by the government, which means it's basically free. So when you make half of your peanut butter that, it can be much cheaper and you still make more money versus peanuts because peanuts are not. Doesn't the government have like cheese caves? What? I don't think so. Is that a thing? This is not Pathfinder related, Sean. Exactly. Are there any cheese caves in Corvosa? (laughs) Maybe. Speaking of Corvosa. Speaking of Corvosa, there you were. It was the night of the funeral procession. Record scratch, freeze frame. Yep, that's me. I bet you're wondering how I got into this position. Just remember, Christine, you said yes twice. Once to a holy man. Once to a holy man. (laughs) Oh, don't I feel that. (laughs) You did it four times. Three. You only did three. Three, three. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Sorry. Sorry to draw the conversation away from Pathfinder again for a second, but Sean, you are correct. Thank you. There there are dairy storage caves under Missouri, run by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. What the fuck? Dairy caves. Millions of pounds of cheese and butter. Speaking of dairy, this is going to become a Stephen King-style podcast now. What? No. So, Curvosa, Pathfinder, Finding the Path, Pathfinder, Curvosa. There was a funeral procession. You guys got some information. You guys then went and investigated the claim that a student caused the sighting of the former queen, Queen Iliosa, to show up. Found out that they took claim and then they quickly retracted their statement and then went missing. Then you spoke with a gnome who was like, hey, be careful, you're attracting attention. And then you guys were like, whatever, stupid gnome. 
proceeded to attract more attention. I, I don't think we said stupid gnome. I think we were just more like, oh, if we're attracting attention, maybe we'll figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> maybe we'll find out who was mad at us. But then, then didn't Hell Knights show up? But they were just like, or not, no, not Hell Knights. Ray Maidens. Yes. And it was the Order of Ernie's because their head lady was missing. Correct. So you went and spoke with them as well and found out they were kind of like not a big problem. They're just trying to figure out what's going on as well. And if Queen Iliosa is coming back, they wanted to take Queen Iliosa back with the Great Maidens. Absolutely not. I think we made a deal that we would help them find their sister, but they had to fuck off and never come back. Yep, that's exactly right. You then started to head back home after your meeting and met four guards and started talking with them and realized quickly that they were dominated by someone or something. Someone pointed it to the roof. Twin talons started climbing up the roof. And that's where we left off in the middle of combat. What a shocker. <laughs> it is the top of round two. It is Brianna's turn. What? I know. Makes sense that you would stop right before my turn. It's just a return to tradition. Oh, I finished everyone's round. I didn't interrupt it. I just, you know. That is true. I'll give you that. Well, I mean, what else would Brianna do than hack and slash, right? Give hugs? Yeah, maybe with her sword. She'll use her sword to give hugs. So let's do the first one. Sword hugs. Sword hugs. 39. And I'm assuming this is against the guard directly in front of you? Yes, that is correct. We were trying to do non-lethal damage, right? If I remember correctly. Correct. Yes, so I assume you're striking with the flat of your blade. <laughs> so making a non-lethal attack with a lethal weapon takes my lethal weapon. Uh, takes a minus two, which puts that at a 37, which is still a critical hit. Let me draw. I just wanted to sever tendon until heal. The target is clumsy one and takes a negative five foot status penalty to its land speed. Okay, so you take the flat of the blade and you smack him with it. But as you bring your sword back, you sever his tendon. I mean, it could just be like a Charlie horse. Like, yeah, I thought maybe he like it was rattled his noggin or something. Or she could have just whacked him with the flat right in his Achilles tendon. There you go. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, that would be painful and probably debilitating, but not lethal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they take 42 points of damage. Non-lethal. Non-lethal damage. Non-lethal. It's fine. Non-lethal. Everything's fine. Non-lethal. Everything's good. Everything's good. That was your first action. What's your next one? Start off strong, right? All right. Let's do this one more time. Just once more. 14. Oh, 18. Ooh, I rolled a nat one. Natural one. Would you like to re-roll that? Sure, since we all started with a hero point, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Why not burn it? Might as well. Use it or lose it. Man, go from crit to nat one. Anyway, how is a 28? A 28 is a hit. Woohoo! Take an additional... 20 points of damage, and for my final action, Brianna will raise her shield. Oof. That, you guys are just monsters now. Uh, non-lethal. Non-lethal damage. I know, it's all non-lethal. Non <laughs> all right. It is a invisible creature's turn. What? We don't like. All right. So, I'm gonna cast a spell, and then, oh, 25 feet. Perfect. All right, so they've moved. Next is Soraya. Well, I'm gonna punch this guy right in front of me because I don't have a whole lot of non-lethal alchemy. 
but I'm I'm not awful with my fists. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> and it technically does have the non-lethal trait because it is a fist. It does. So you do not take the minus two. So how is that 35 looking? That looks like it's a hit. All righty. Let's roll damage. A whopping four damage. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's try again. Ooh, for a 22. That's a miss. I, I am not surprised. I think I'm going to take a step back. I'm just going to move back five feet. Okay. Chantella, do you see anything? Not yet. Well, it is Twin Talon's turn. All right. So Twin Talon's going to kind of scan the rooftops here. He doesn't see anything immediately, I'm assuming. Give me a, yeah, give me a perception roll, please. Okay. This is a sight-based roll. It is. Uh, 30. That is enough. You see across the way, floating five feet in the air as if levitating, a very pale-skinned, black-armored creature. And I'm going to see if I have a picture of them. Is it not the picture that's on the token? It is. No, it absolutely is. But I have a, I think I have a bigger picture. Okay, cool. Do they look named? Yes. <laughs> yes. Which means you can extract information out of them. And insult them by name. Oh, the nails doll. Oh. oh, that's a... Yes, those talons. I love. <laughs> Twin talons got some talon competition going on here. Talon fight. She's got quinch talon happening, one on each finger. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to describe her? This lady is very pale, has large ears like she... Might have been an elf. Looks like she's wearing full plate without a helmet. Long black hair. In her left hand is a curved sword, which I'm assuming is a scimitar. Although her sheath is straight, so she is a magic user. It's a long sword. Well, it's curvy, <laughs> and I think she's doing magic with it. And then uh, her right hand has fingernails on it that each must be a foot long or some amount of centimeters long. You can definitely hear her typing. Yes. I assume when she's irritated, she just click, like, clicks the tips of them together. Just saying, as someone with fake nails, love y'all. <laughs> All right. That was a free action as you get up there. She's just very difficult to see because everything is dark and she's kind of part of the darkness. Okay. Well, I have dark vision. So you do see her. So she's not invisible. She's just hidden. Like she was just hard to see. Yes. I will tell you that moving across the gabled roof here is difficult terrain. So every square is an extra five feet unless you're levitating and then it doesn't matter. Right. Are we in the narrows? Yes. Mm, okay. I was going to be annoying and argue that Twintown and I used to run these rooftops. Yeah, but at the same time, I didn't take any rooftop running feats. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just out of practice. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. That cushy uh, citadel life you've been living. <laughs> so cushy. Yeah. I'm just looking at trying to see what my feats are to make sure I... Because I have a lot of skill feats, too. I'm sure none of them are applicable. I can't seem to find them on my sheet, so I'm not going to make draws or crawl. Okay, so Twin Talon being invisible... He's not going to make it too much of himself. So he's going to be stealthing because he can move at full speed when stealthing. So he's always stealthing, basically, and he's invisible. So help. If you wanted to get across that gap, you do have to do a jump. Mm -hmm. I'm not that worried about that. I don't think I can fail it. Now, can you spear her when you're doing it? You're just like, <laughs> I think that'll be a flavor spear. Like I'll jump and then attack. And we can just say that it was kind of part of it. <laughs> I just want to point out we're like, 20 minutes into this episode and we've already had fisting and spearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and? 
I mean, these are normal. I'm not sure what you're dealing with. <laughs> well said, crazy. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> All right. So Twin Talon will leap across the gap. And as he's moving, he's just trying to figure out, like, is she, like, tracing him? Or does she look like she's looking at what's going on below? Or She's looking at what's going on below. Okay. That's the last thing we need. Someone with just normal sea visibility all the time. Oh, that's a good thing. I shouldn't look at that. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's unusual, but sometimes it'll be like, there you have sea visibility. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You're good. You're good. Okay. So is jumping athletics or acrobatics? I think it's athletics. It is athletics. Oh, and I get a bonus from my new ninth level magic item for jumping. Yes. Nice. 34. Oh, you clear it easy. Can I land behind her? You can. Okay. Very cool. So can you move me, please? Oh, yeah. The problem is that there are walls there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's mechanics. Yeah. Right? Like whatever you have to do to make the map work. Anyway, you said but the problem is. Oh, I was looking at quick jump. Jumping is a two action action. Jumping is a two action action. The long jump, you need to stride first or you take penalties. I did stride first. I moved across the rooftop, which is a stride action. And then I leaped. So is the leap itself what you're talking about, John? Okay, yeah. So you can leap. Long jump is you stride and leap as two actions. So, yeah, you have one action left. Okay. Then Twin Talon will, as he lands, just blindly thrust, not mechanically, but flavor wise, he's just going to blindly thrust the blade like backward under his arm and see if he can stab her in the back as he lands. Okay. Sounds good. And he's thinking to himself, man, I wish I wasn't invisible. This looks fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you hit. (laughs) Yes, that's true. It's a 29 to hit her flat foot at AC. Flat-footed will hit. Yes! Now, it does look cool, only to you. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's got to be upset about it, right? So it's 33 piercing damage. It is magic and cold iron, if that matters. It does. And I would like to also place upon her my precise debilitation. All right. So we're going to do that. And you're putting on precise debilitation onto them. Great. Whew. <laughs> So many things going on. So many things. So many things. All right. Ooh, it is your turn. Kanamu. It is my turn, and I choose to hit them very gently. I promise I will not rage. Oh. I will just love tap them. Through the face, into the back of their head. You're going to have to move first. I'll move one step to the north, and then I will strike at them with my fists of fury. I guess. Enough with the fisting today. <laughs> Jeez. I will go to the one to the northwest. 25 to hit. 25 will hit. Nice. All right. I will love tap them. 13. For 13. Okay. That's a that's a very stiff love tap. <laughs> They're still awake. I will do it again. But this time to the one to the northeast. For 20 on the die. No, a 20 total. 20 total. That's a miss. Aww. <laughs> do it again. He needs a love tap. He looks a little sad. Left out for 23. 23 will miss. <sighs> okay. Well, I tried. Oh, boy. Knife sword. Yeah. It's your turn. Indeed. I'm going to cast telepathy on the gentleman right in front of me. Okay. And I'm fine. Not telepathy. Suggestion. <laughs> okay. So he needs to make a will save difficulty 30. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> I need to read up on one thing. I imagine how two competing command spells work. Yep. <laughs> and what spell are you using? Suggestion. It's a fourth level spell. I'm basically telling him to walk away from the people hitting him. 
or attempting to hit him. 28 versus your spell DC. Which I believe is 30 at this point. Yeah, it is 30. Okay, so that's a a fail on my side. So they're just going to start walking away on their turn. You have one more action, I believe. All right, magic missile. Okay. Wait, is that lethal damage? It is. It's a little bit of lethal damage. <laughs> it's whether they're dying or not depends on what the last bit of damage is. So be very confident that you're not going to kill them. What level magic missile are you using? A level one, one action magic missile. Okay. So it's that guy. It's probably fine. The one that hasn't been beat to shit by Brianna. Yeah. I'm only a little bit sorry. I don't think you are. I said a little bit. <laughs> Three points. Just prodding him in the right direction. <laughs> and he's dead. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> and he explodes into tiny little chunks. No. <laughs> Knife sword. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. He's just a little, little hurt. Now, the guard in front of Brianna will take their short sword and swing at her. Oy vey. 25. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. You're very lucky. One less and that would have been a crit fail. It is a miss. All right. Short sword at ooh. He's going to return the love tap. No. <laughs> no. Well, apparently she said no. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> 22. It's a miss. No. <laughs> <sighs> that wouldn't even hit me. <laughs> Sounds like you were asking for it. <laughs> that wouldn't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Third action, you see them fumble at their belt for something, and they pull out a vial of ruby red liquid. Drop it. <laughs> it's probably a healing potion, but maybe not. Probably Hawaiian punch. It could be Hawaiian punch. Or jungle juice. <laughs> this guard that Knife Sword told to walk away goes, okay. Ooh, would you like to make a attack of opportunity as a guard just saunters by you? Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> just walk in here. Boop, boop, doop, doop, doop. For a 30? That'll hit. <laughs> <laughs> 16 damage. Jeez. Boom, as he kind of like stumbles at this point. Oh, does that break his? Yes, it does. Oh, so then he's going to take a step back. Quick draw and stab. Oh, quick draw is one action. Does quick draw let me? Yeah, you draw and strike in the same action. All right. And attacking Ooh with their sword. I should have just left it alone. My body well, they crit fail. Oh, no. It's just not their night. That's a natural one. Please don't kill yourself. <laughs> Falls on his sword. Dies. Oh, no. You are sickened three. Second thoughts. <laughs> okay. So he'll just miss a lot and probably crit fail some armor. Although sickened goes away, what? One at the end of every round or something like that? No. It's one of every breath at the end of every round, yeah. So what's the point of retching? You can drop it immediately. Yes. And some sickened effects don't go away. Like, it'll specify they stay around until... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like, I think when we were fighting through the Citadel, like, filth fever doesn't go away. You're still sickened. Correct. All right, top of the next round. Brianna, it is your turn. I actually have a question. So, since Knife Sword's mental thing overrode whatever he's experiencing wouldn't that, that also just like if it overrides it does that mean that once it's broken that's it no no jeez only because of the level of the spell that is on them initially damn who we dealing with they're strong with a k yeah yeah <laughs> duh like of course <laughs> all right well you know 
I feel like my girl is a one-trick pony, so we're gonna we're just gonna do this again. How's a 29? Non-lethally slap them with a blade. Which one are you attacking? The one in front of me. Okay, that is a hit. Cool, cool, cool. For 21 points of damage. Would you like to describe how you knock them out? I feel like she'll probably the butt of her blade and then just <laughs> smack him over the head with it and then it'll just they'll crumple onto the floor. She's like, oh, okay. And we'll turn around and see that Ooh is working on one, so she will move five. Oh wait, I can diagonally move duh and go behind, so we are flanking. And for my last action, I would uh, like to strike again for a 22. 22 will miss. Yeah, I have a feeling. And that is my turn. All right. I guess I can pull the hidden character off of the initiative now. <sighs> you stabbed her, yeah? Are you still invisible? Yes, it is improved invisibility. It only lasts 10 rounds instead of how many minutes, but yeah, I don't I don't become not invisible. Okay. So at the start of the round, I do this. She healed. For everyone who can't see the, the map. <laughs> okay, so that that happened. Suddenly, Seymour. Get out of my head, Sean. Making <laughs> <laughs> the conscious effort to not start singing. You see the creature turn into like their body kind of fades out, and you just see wispy shadows where they were. Ma'am. How many actions is that? One. It's nice. It's a it's a nice ability they have. Take your word for it. I mean, it's not nice for you guys. It's nice for me. And then they're going to move again. So this thing is fleeing to the south. All right. And that's its. uh... Oh, it has one more action, doesn't it? Was healing reflexive or does it cost an action? It probably has regeneration or something like that. It's a passive ability. Yeah. Gross. You inform us that she is running away. Yeah. Puntel will call out. She's turning to mist and she's escaping to the south. And what elevation is she at right now? Five feet. Oh, she's on the ground. Yes, she floated down and is five feet off the floor. Okay. This bitch doesn't know she's messing with. <laughs> so my first action is to run 35 feet to the south. I can see this cloud of mist right here now. So I am going to run a further 35 feet. I'm run about 30 more feet. And this one, I assume, we're not worrying about keeping alive, or at least... Not so much as the other ones. Right. This one seems cognizant of what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, Sean. Yes. Did we get any information about what the missing Ernie's sister looks like? You did. This does not look like them. Okay. So she wasn't an elf with dark hair or anything like that? No. No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to throw a Tanglefoot bag at her. I haven't actually really had to use any, but I'm going to do it. It's lesser. Give me a second. Before you do that, I just want to make sure that it is something you can... Is she considered intangible at the moment? That's what I'm looking up. I'm just double checking. She probably is incorporeal if it's Vampire's Mist Form, which I'm assuming is what it is. It is not Mist Form, actually. Oh, okay. Stinky Form? <laughs> it's Fart Cloud. Okay. Okay, so let's let's talk about what's going on. So it used a, a, an ability called Shadow Form. So what it says is it reverts to pure shadow and absorbs its body and gear into the darkness or shifts back into its physical form. While in shadow form, the creature gains a climb speed equal to its land speed and can move through any gap that isn't airtight. 
However, it can only move along solid surfaces that aren't highly reflective, not liquid or mirror surfaces. The surface is destroyed, it returns to its physical form and is stunned one, but it can remain in shadow form indefinitely. That's all it says, so it is pure shadow. So I don't know if you can even target it right now. Would you consider crystals highly reflective? Maybe, why? Because I have the, <laughs> I can use crystal shards instead and spread them in a 15 foot cone from where she is out 15 feet and force her to return back to physical form. Okay, I'll let you try that. Sure. Cool. So let's do some moderate crystal shards here. But I guess how much of this do we know? I guess that's a question. That's the other thing. Yeah, here, I'll make a deal with you. If you spend an action to try and figure out what they are this turn and you succeed, next turn you can do that. I'm just looking at the map and I don't know if we'll have the space for that, but (laughs) that's the frustrating part. Yeah. So shadow form is a polymorph spell like animal form or dinosaur form or whatever then you would i assume take on the form of a shadow and shadows are incorporeal so it has concentrate divine shadow and transmutation those are the tags on it not polymorph no that's real interesting but it does have the shadow tag yeah it's just a type of magic i guess yeah yeah that's a weird ability i mean if i'm seeing something that looks incorporeal i could also like would you allow a ghost charge to hit it? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and it, it does also specifically, like, if we can look at this and assume it's a vampire, it also, it specifically states to disintegrate nearby undead creatures. It's not a ghost. I don't think it will actually disintegrate, but... Yes, you can make that assumption. Cool, I will do that then. I will throw a moderate ghost charge at her. Nice. For a 37. That'll hit. Hell yeah. Damage. Uh, it's not going to actually do damage. Uh, I've definitely picked that up from my... (laughs) Is that an STD? Is that what that is? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, the damage STD. Yeah. Uh, So 14 damage and plus two positive splash. Two positive splash. Okay, you're making... You're really hurting my brain today. (laughs) It's it's posi damage on her... Yeah, ghost charges are designed to explode even on contact with a spiritual substance, making them ideal for damage from the portal undead. The primary target that takes damage from a ghost charge becomes enfeebled one until the start of my next turn. Wow. Dang. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I do. I do very much. Does it look <laughs> like the shadow like recoiled from that? Yeah, a little bit. Becomes enfeebled one, you said? Yes. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> that was a move. There's two moves and then quick draw and throw because they're ghost charges ones I usually have in my arsenal. Yeah. All right, Twin Talon. Sorry for all of the delaying on that, trying to figure out what you could or could not do. Not a problem. All right. So Twin Talon had jumped over this five foot gap over her, landed on the roof behind her, stabbed her in the back. She turned into mist and just sloughed off the roof into the street and is now trying to escape to the south. So how tall are these buildings? These are like standard, like 10 foot tall. Is that standard? Five foot tall? How tall is a normal building in Pathfinder? Probably 8 to 12 feet, yeah. 8 to 12, so we'll say 10 to make it easy. Yeah, that's fine. So Twin Town's just going to just jump off the roof. He's going to backflip off the roof. If Not that anyone can see him. He's really mad that he's invisible right now. Got to do all that <laughs> hardcore parkour. Yeah. Can you get me on the street, please? There's a wall here. I can't get out. I'm stuck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. So he's going to jump. So it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And if anybody could see him, he like leaps off the roof. And just like several inches before he hits the ground, like the dust underneath of him, like kind of swirls outward and his descent slows 
until he just like kind of lands very gently on the ground and then he takes off sprinting. Very cool. That should get me to there. And she's just in range. So Twin Talon is going to pull his arms back and in one hand, he's going to hold the amulet that his uh, brother sent him in that letter. And he is going to put his hand out and a wave of energy is going to shoot out from him in a cone. So sorry, I get you to see this kind of like white and blue energy kind of rippling down the alleyway. It is just positive. It's healing is what it is. OK, so if, if she has negative healing, she's going to take damage. This going hurt. OK, if not, she's just going to get healed, which maybe is not what I wanted to do. Well, roll and let's see what happens. OK, so 94 is what it is. So that's 20 positive damage or it's 20, 20 healing. You release a wave of positive energy in a 15 foot cone. It looks like it hits the shadows and you hear a hiss as it hits them. Hmm. Okay. Well, unfortunately, that's three actions. So I'll be done. All right. So where's Taysani? We haven't done her like this whole combat. Is she here? Oh, no, I will grab her for you, though. So Taysani is just going to fly down and cut her off is what she's going to do. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Jeez. All right. My turns. I will hit the person to the direct south of me, and I will gently love tap them as well. All right. <laughs> 38. <laughs> oh, God. They are at a minus two because they are being flanked. So that is a critical hit. All right. Nice. Uh, 30. <laughs> Would you like to describe how you knock them out, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she takes a step forward and swings her fist, knocks him right clean in the nose, and he falls right down. And he's got stars and ducks and little ooze circling around his head. <laughs> <laughs> and you also see him vomit because he's sickened as he goes down. And I say, well, he's done. Sorry, baby. Sorry. <laughs> Turn his head so he doesn't choke on his own vomit. <laughs> Recovery position. Yes. <laughs> That's your first action. If I do, what is that ability called? Sudden charge. Thank you. If I can sudden charge him, I can get, I can't get, I can't get to him. What's your speed? My speed is 25. Yeah, so you can do 50. That's where she is now, 50. Yeah, but I can't strike. So I will hang right there then. I will wait for everyone else to strike. I'm ready. I'm ready, guys. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Knife sword. You see the two guards just fall down, unconscious, bleeding. One has a busted nose. One has a massive Charlie horse and is just like dying on the corner, grabbing their leg. And the other one is broken nose, puking in a recovery position. Okay. I'm going to, in my first action, I'm going to move the guard Yes, it's pooling around her boots. What? I mean, he's fine. It's more of a flavor, like everything. Okay. Well, since he's unconscious, I'm going to pull out some rope and hog Okay. That's going to take two actions to tie him up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to pull out the rope and prepare to hog tie him. Okay. <laughs> you can start tying him up this turn and then finish next turn. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Well, unconscious, unconscious. Brianna, vomit pooling around your boots. Knife sword, do not hurt him, okay? Okay. I'll be right back. Keep watch. For my first action, Brianna will move. She is visible. She's just mist still. She's a shadow. What abomination is this? She will move again to be on this side of Surya. And uh, why not 
cast uh, Divine Tuning Fork. Oh, no. Actually, no, I couldn't have because it's both somatic <laughs> and verbal. Yeah, it's two actions. Huh. But you know what isn't two actions? Disrupt Undead? That's also 30 feet. Isn't it two actions? That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to cast it. It is also two actions. No, no, no. Cast time two. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Where did you stop the first time? I stopped at, I believe it was here. Because that's still within 30 feet. Yeah. But even around the corner? You can see them. Yeah, you can draw two corners of your square can hit two corners of their square. So yeah, absolutely. All right. I see a little corner shadow. I don't know if it's feasible to assume it's undead. I mean, during this, we could have called out, I guess, during the combat, like when Soraya hit it with the ghost file and it works, she could have said, you know, pause about it, you hurt it or whatever. Disrupt undead it is. Let's see how I do on this fort save. Hmm. I don't like her 19 bonus. Well, I still fail. Exactly. The save DC was 29. Oh. So let us do some damage. 30. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. Positive. So I'm taking 30. That's your turn. It is now the creature's turn and they are running. What is their speed? 25. They can't outrun us. Does enfeebled affect their speed or is it just their strength? I think it's just strength based checks. All right, that is their turn. I'm going to try and block that. Can I just blindly throw a ghost charge down this very narrow hallway? No, I'm going to say you have to seek and I'm going to make it's a secret roll. So I'm actually going to roll this this one. Okay. Or actually, I have the thurible of revelation. Let me see how many actions it is to activate it. Once per day, when you activate the thurible, you can increase its revelations. During that activation, you can hold it up to your eyes with an interact action to gain the effects of seeing visibility for one round. It's two interact actions to light the incense, so. And you have to draw it, because that is not something you carry on you all the time. I mean, not in your hand. That, and if it's not invisible, if it's just hidden because it's in shadow, then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, how do I see anything with my seek action? As you seek, you do not find. Uh, okay. Twin Talon. Twin Talon is going to whistle, and Taysani is going to take flight and circle around and look for this thing. So if she manages to pass the spot check or the perception check, she will call and kind of point in that direction. All right. So I'm going to have Tasani go up 30 feet and I'm going to make a secret perception check against their incredibly high stealth DC. <gasps> Question mark. <laughs> Whatever can it be? Does Tasani see her? Oh, my. I'm so mad. Yes. Tasani sees her. Tasani sees her. And Sonny has dark vision, too, but if that makes any difference whatsoever. Oh, yeah, so does Soraya. And so does Brianna now. <gasps> <laughs> Ooh, why does the half-orc the only one that doesn't have dark vision? Wait, I thought who did have dark vision. I have low-light vision. Yeah, in second edition, they do not have dark vision as a standard thing. I think they may be able to take it later, but... As an ancestral feat? Yeah. Uh, all right, Twin Talon. Sonny finds and starts cawing and, like, pointing out where they are. All right. Okay. Twin Talon's going to just rush up behind it. And he's still invisible and stealthing him whatever else. Three actions to run up behind it. Ooh, there's a party going on and you're not there. (laughs) They don't know where everyone went. It's so dark. Can I grab Brianna and take her by the hand and run together with her southbound? I consent to being dragged along. If that's a thing that how that works, I don't know. I think you both would have to basically delay so that you can move together or something. Yeah, I think U would delay and then you would both move together. Okay. Um, 
because I don't know that this lady's there, but I can be in the same square as somebody else or no? No. But I can pass through them. Yes. Well, you saw Soraya sprint off and you hear Tasani squawking. Right. So who will take after Soraya and run down? Say to Soraya, Soraya, where is this bitch? <laughs> I can't see anything. Do I see here now that Tasani has alerted us? Yes, uh, Tasani has effectively broken their hiding, so you can see them now. Soraya, help me. <laughs> right in front of me, right between me and Twintelli. Uh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Not the fun way. <laughs> and I think I will hold my action because I can't really do anything else at this time. Okay. You don't want to run in and scream Eiffel Tower or anything? (laughs) (laughs) You finish tying up the first guard. All right. So with my second action, I'm going to uh, pull out my dagger. And then third action, I'm going to cut the excess rope that I have so that I can use that to tie up the next guy next to me. (laughs) Okay. I take out my dagger and I slit his throat. No, 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 no. Cut, cut the rope. <laughs> I was very worried about where that was going. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cut the rope so that there's the spare so I can use it to tie up the next guy. Yes, yes, yes. I got you. I, got you. I thought you had just been spending too much time with Twin Talon. What? Ooh. Brianna also saw her friend dart off. She's unfortunately not as fast. That's one. I will move through. No, just kidding. I can't. Unless if I step. Stepping is a free action, right? No, stepping is a single action. Oh, boo. I think my brain is still in 1E. I can't move any further. Oh, yes, I can. I just can't do anything this round. Yep. Where is it? I mean, if you want to stand on the stairs, that might be better. Stairs? Stairs? Right to the south of me. Just to the south of Surya. Aha! Where do you think you're going? Oh my goodness. Okay. They are going to come out of shadow form. And then for her first action, she's going to take a step towards Soraya. Second action is to claw at Soraya. Isn't that her third action? If she did the coming out of shadow form? You're correct. Take a hero point for catching me from cheating. (laughs) And then claw at Soraya. 39. Oof. Exactly, a crit. My AC is 29. Yes. <laughs> Take that. Oh, you know what really stinks? What? They're named creature. Oh, no. No, baby, no. <laughs> this is slashing damage. Missing ear. Boo. Normal damage. And the target takes a minus two circumstance penalty to... Perception checks and charisma-based checks, except intimidation until healed. My ear. Normal damage, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, the ear thing is probably more devastating for Soraya. <laughs> take 19 points of damage as those nails take an ear off. Yeah. I'll find it. I'll find it. And I'm going to give you a minus two. It's Soraya's turn now, though. You bitch. Yeah, this was a mistake, because what's one thing we know about elves? They tend to be vain. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Alrighty, so we're going to go with another ghost charge, because that's going to be just the best thing. And a nat 20! Suck it, bitch! <laughs> Let's see what my crit is. All right, number 52, bomber spell. They are blinded until oh. the end of their next turn. It's called Eyeburn. Yeah. And that is 24 positive damage. Oh, oh, 
24 positive. <sighs> okay, and they are what? Blinded. By the light. By the light. Okay, gonna do it again uh, for a 23. 23 is a miss. I'm gonna hear point that, I rolled an eight. Okay. 24. Is a miss. <laughs> well, she still takes two splash. <laughs> <sighs> okay. What do I wanna do for my last action? So, Brianna and Ooh kind of like step in. All right. Twin Talon. Okay. Twin Talon is going to step forward. Ooh, that gives me the Marshall Zora. That's nice. And he is going to aerate this lady. And uh, she can't see him. Well, she double can't see him. So she's flight footed. 35 to hit. That'll hit. But it won't crit. Nope. Uh, that is 26 piercing cold iron magic damage. All right. And I'm going to put the precise debilitation on her since it went away, since I didn't. You already had the precise debilitation. Oh, you have to maintain it each round. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't get sneak attack when I throw spells at people. Okay. Like I do that ever. And I have an ability that I was just looking up that doesn't work the way I was hoping it did. So I can't hit her with 80 positive damage, but I will just stab her. (laughs) Thank goodness. 33. That will hit. Okay. This takes an extra 2d6. Uh, so that's 31. Would you like to describe your kill? Hey! Hell yeah! I was kind of hoping I wouldn't kill her, but... All right, so Twin Talon kind of rushes down the alley and drives his sword once up under one of her lungs, and then he pulls back and just goes to the other side and punctures the other lung so that she, ironically, as a vampire, I'm assuming, drowns in her own blood. (laughs) And then, you know, a couple seconds later, he'll just appear behind her. So this combat is over. I I was going to ask, wasn't, didn't you just say, or did you say earlier that what really counts is the last hit, whether or not it's lethal or or not? No? Yeah, I didn't declare it was non-lethal. I thought I was farther away from her. Yeah, from her dying. It was my second attack. I didn't want to miss. Uh, and I thought she had more hit points than she did, apparently. So I just misjudged it. And that's on me. Okay. As she starts to suffocate in her own blood, you see she kind of turns to dust. And as the wind blows, the dust blows away. Brianna will snort it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How do you stop a vampire from coming back? You snort that dust. <laughs> and with that, we're going to end this episode right here. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's fair. See you all next week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.